Guys, we are days away from my roleplay show at the Bangor Wall Garden. There's a handful of tickets left, and I say handful, it's a, it's a child's handful of tickets. So it's a small hand, or an adult with small hands, I don't know. It's not. There's not a lot, to what I'm saying. And if you want to scoop up those last children's handfuls of tickets, you can go to the link in the description of this podcast and get them scooped up now. Because it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be... It's going to be, as I say, it's going to be wild. It'll be wild fun. It'll be a lot of, it'll be a funny time and you'll have a great night. You can go to into Bangor City after and have a few scoops. Visit Fieldies, have the best stout in the world. And just have a great night with me in the Bangor walled garden. Cannot wait. Look guys, if you're a fan of this podcast and you want bonus content, you want extra, you want more pod for your bod, you can head to www.patreon.com forward slash slag eye podcast where you can get access to loads of bonus content there's podcasts there's vlogs there's early access to tickets there's some photographs if you know what i'm saying and if you don't know what i'm saying you can find out by going to patreon.com forward slash slag eye podcast slag eye podcast is brought to you as always by modest beer modest beer are a delicious beer originated right here in hollywood county down but like anything, Modest is just too good. They've expanded, they've gone further afield, they've upped their operations so they can bring delicious beer straight to you. And if you think delicious beer straight to you is not enough, and you're like, oh, it's a cost of living crisis, sugar, it's a wee bit dear to buy this delicious beer, and you think to yourself, I'd love a wee discount. I'd love a wee, oh, 15% discount, sounds about right. I'm giving that to you by going to www.modestbeer.co.uk. You can use my discount code, SLYPA15, that's SLYPA15 at checkout to get 15% off all your modest needs. That's www.modestbeer.co.uk and use the code SLYPA15 at checkout. I'm the Slag Guy. Hello and welcome to this week's Slag Guy podcast. This is one of the most fun podcasts I've done in a while. I just love this guest so much. He is one of my favourite comedians, one of my favourite guys, and just one of my favourite people to hang about with in general. It's Andrew Ryan. And I mean, you never know what you're going to get with him. You never know what you're going to get, but one thing you can guarantee is it's going to be funny. And this episode was both funny, it was financially enlightening, and it was just a, you know, just a real easy hour of work for me. And hopefully you guys will get as much pleasure out of it as a listener as I got out of it as a podcast host. So it's this week's episode of the Sly Guy podcast with my guest, Andrew Ryan. Are we ready? Yeah. Oh, it's on. Oh, hello. You've started. <laughs> oh, right. I thought you were doing like, you're no. not doing some big cellar or anything. No. Done it. The way you normally the intro, do. Like, the intro's you, all done. You normally go, hey guys, uh, I want to talk to you a little bit today about how to clean your anus. Well, my buy, buy these products. My listen, if the listeners know one thing about me, it's I have a dirty bum, so they don't they don't need to worry about any products. I was convinced I was pissing blood this morning. And why? Because there was blood coming out of your penis. No, or? there was blood in the toilet. And I didn't look down when I started. Then when I looked down, it was that did that come out of me? But then if, if you're urinating blood, it, it comes out constantly, doesn't it? I I, I did single word science, Andrew. I don't know if it. 
So is this, this going to be on the pod? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, right. So where where did the blood come from? We need to find out. I don't know. Did it come out of me or was it already in the toilet? But how I would didn't it look at the toilet when I started urinating. But how would it be in the toilet? Have you, do you have any cut or anything? come out of me and then stopped at the toilet? Because I have before had like a wee cut and then like dabbed it with the toilet roll and thrown the toilet roll in the toilet. Then there's the blood and then you look down and you go, oh no, is it coming out of my, my pee pee or my cut? Do you know what I mean? Well, the next time I go to the toilet, hence why I'm going to drink this. Yeah. To find out before I leave here where I'm dying. What we not. could do, and if you want to see what is coming out of Andre, you can do so at www.patreon.com forward slash like I podcast, where you can see live the the stream. Yeah. If you will. So apart from that, apart from bleeding internally, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm a bit tired today, but I'm really good. I'm yeah. in a good place. Um, yeah, Physically, Hollywood. mentally. <laughs> Spiritually, emotionally, you know, life is uh, life is going okay. I mean, you know what? You, you you could have said that with any more enthusiasm. You any? How's life? It's yeah, I'm, I'm in a good place. It's <laughs> no, great. It's great. Yeah. Honestly, I'm having a good time. I'm having, missing a bit of stand up though. Mm-hmm. And how? Because that's one of what I wanted to actually chat to you about. Now, obviously, you are you're on the radio. Yeah, the do week, the Q Radio you're breakfast doing show. Q yeah. Radio breakfast show, and obviously, it, it it's a strange. It's Strange coming together too with me being a Radio Ulster guy and you being a Q guy. This but listen, there's right. no We're not rivalry. We're com- commercial, he's not. There's hands across the, the barricades. We've we come together. We've come together. Both. There you have it. But how how has that adjustment been in terms of being like because you're a very busy stand up, very busy guy. How's oh, how have you been able to marry the two careers? Well, the first month it was chaotic because I was started I started in May. The first month I would do uh, my contract with Q was Monday to Thursday. Mm-hmm. because I, I, I asked for not to do Fridays because I wanted to, to be able to make sure I do comedy Thursday night, mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, even Wednesdays if I was in Belfast or Tuesday, say at the Empire and stuff. They agreed to that and then for the whole month of May, every Thursday I would fly to London or mm-hmm. go on the first thing Friday, Friday morning to go for gigs So and then I would come home on Sunday and then I'm up again at 10 to 5 on the Monday. Mm-hmm. So after the first month, I realized I can't keep doing this. So I manipulated, I say manipulated, I managed my diary in a way that I would have every second weekend off. Okay. And I would still take Fridays off. So I would finish at 10 o'clock on a Thursday, 10 a.m. on a Thursday, and then I could be free until the Monday. Right, okay. And that gives me some sort of a life because girlfriend and everything. So, and then I thought, oh, the, oh, the three days at the weekend, then I'll get loads of writing done. And then I ended up, I ended up just literally fucking cutting clips, like. <laughs> and then you end up, you want to do some of your hobbies, mm-hmm. you want to go and see see your family, and you're thinking this is exhausting. So I've got it right now into a bit of a zone where I finished the radio at ten. There's a couple mm-hmm. of spare offices in queue at ten. We finish around quarter past ten because we have a bit of a debrief and we kind of plan the next day's show, or we have to do an interview with somebody and then edit it to put it out in the following day's show so like I don't do a lot of interviews um, legally legally I don't do a lot of interviews because Amy and Decky love doing them I've done I I interviewed Bewitched last week nice how was that for you was Was it all four of them no it was just one so you didn't one one of them I interviewed one of of Bewitched (laughs) so I have a bit of chat with them for 10 minutes but I only which one was it one of the sisters it was one of the girls yeah. yeah That's a good way to get out of it. Which which one? Oh, it's one of the There's girls. Yeah. I can't remember. I had to my phone there. Kiva. Kaylee. Can't remember the other, other names. Kiva. Yeah. Kiva. Yeah, there you Kiva. go. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Close. Yeah. So. Um, Lindsay. There's another one in there too. No, it was Kiva. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it was Kiva. She's lovely. So we're chatting away and we're talking about Bingo Loco and all these type of things that we're doing. So, But what I've figured out now is I finish at 10, say 10.15. I can go into an office mm-hmm. and I say, you know what, if I can stay here every day till 1 and then I can write for a half an hour, I can write for 40 minutes, I do my admin, I do my podcast stuff, I do my itinerary, my admin, my flights, my blah, 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 my accounts. And then I can get out of there, say, about one o'clock, quarter past one, and I feel like I've done a massive full day as well. I'm in there mm-hmm. since quarter past five, so all I've done, you know, eight, I've been in there eight hours. Yeah. So I've done the radio shift, which is four hours. I've done maybe three to four hours worth of comedy work on the side, and then I get home for one or two o'clock, normally have a kip for an hour. Mm-hmm. Then, obviously, with it being the summertime, I um, might do a little bit more work or watch a film or go, go, go hit some golf balls or... You know, go do food shop, or you know, just live your life. Just basically, live, basically try and <laughs> yeah. try and get some life experiences. And I've not been able to stick to it as much as I would have. I've only done it a couple of times a week. I'm, I'm saying to myself, if I could do it three days a week, and um, that would really suit mm. me. So three days a week, finish at quarter past ten, do comedy to quarter past twelve, one o'clock. Getting home for two o'clock, feeling really good. Then that I've done my comedy work and I've done my radio work and stuff like that. But I have been missing stand up. Yeah. Because before actually we recorded, um, you were like, "We baby," you said to me, "I need to get home for two o'clock for my nap." I have to sleep two to three. Yeah. Yeah. No. Do you do you just go? Or are you one of these ones that when you go for a nap, you just you oh, wake I up when you wake up, I or do you set oh, an alarm? I don't sleep in. I I I literally will take the clothes off and go into bed like I'm going into bed at midnight. Nice. And you get a full. But do you sleep past three, or is it alarm? I set an alarm and I get up, and that keeps me going until about half ten, eleven o'clock. And is that because I whenever I ask you about knocking back the podcast for half an hour today you text me surprisingly late I thought he'll be in bed he'll be in bed no. probably 9 o'clock so what so happened was we had a party at the radio station this morning which I was unaware about I know I got an email about it uh-huh. but I didn't read the email classic so then when yeah. they said oh don't forget this party I went yeah I'll be there and I then messaged you and I said I'll get out it was only it was only 15 minutes mm-hmm. but it was I needed it was 15 minutes that I was going to be late you know for yeah. you like so well it was okay because I ran over being unprofessional with my previous podcast <laughs> I recorded so so it actually um, worked out really it worked out for really, both of yeah, us really. it worked out great yeah. but as long as you're let me see we've got there's plenty of time for you to get home for your nap loads of time yeah I'm going to sleep yeah. 2 to 3 and then from 3 to 5 I'm going to do a bit of work and then um, I'm chill out this evening then. I'm in the radio tomorrow and then I've got to mm. Glasgow on Friday afternoon Nice, because I have to get home It's a similar time to you, not the nap, but my dog's been dribbling a bit too much in the last few days, and I hope he's he was dribbling less this morning. Than so he is that a bad yesterday. sign? Yeah, it could be something wrong with him, so if he's still dribbling, I'm going to have to take him to the vet, have him put down. How old is he? Two. <laughs> nah. You're not going to put a two-year-old dog down. No, no, I don't, but you do worry about two him. dog years or two adult years? Two do- adult years, yeah. So that's 14. Yeah. So he was just nice, he's not himself, you know, he's a bit gr- but the, he drools anyway, like he just, he's a big, he like Beethoven, but he, um, it's very wet, like it's very, like the drool's thick, like gab almost. Oh Jesus. But now it's like, it's like water. What type of dog is he? Retriever there, this is like this guy here. Oh, that's yeah. cute. But yeah, I hope he's alright, so if he's okay, then I'll do a bit of work, and if he's not, I go and sit in the vet, and then get him an injection or something, or get his teeth looked at. I think he needs in to get a teeth scrub, so I'll put him under anaesthetic, do his teeth, and then... And do you have private health insurance for the dog? Yeah, we It's do. mad that the dog has private health insurance, but then some people go on the NHS when they're sick. Yeah, well, see, I, I have a... I have a. Is there an NHS for dogs? I don't know. Yeah, I think there must be. There must be an there NHS must for be dogs. There some sort of... Free service for dogs. There must be an NHS for dogs. 
Yeah. And cats. I don't know. I don't think, well, I mean, uh, you, there's a pet plan's a big thing, like pet insurance and covering all, because with, with what the insurance we pay for him, he gets, like, all his wee, like, injections and stuff, and he gets his, his like, worming tablets and all that stuff yeah, included. Yeah, yeah. But then if you need to do anything to him, you have to, like, he's doing bloody poos the other day, kind of like yourself. He's pooing blood, like, a few months back. And I'm not uh, doing that, by the way. And I was worried, just peeing blood. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not pooing blood. <laughs> But he uh, <laughs> he was pooing blood, and I was worried. And then I rang the vet, and they're like, "You bring him in, but it's going to be like three hundred pounds just to look at him." Because uh, I was out of hours, I went, "You know what? We'll g- give him an overnight." And then overnight, we gave him some rice, and he pooed normal again, so he was fine. But the worry you worry about dogs because they can't talk to you. Well, they age strong. quickly. Yeah, they do age. They're quickly. like women. Just joking, just joking. I mean, not, I mean not, sorry. I'm not commenting there. No, because <laughs> no, I know everyone will be like, you, you know. Just yeah. kidding. That was for my wife, Catherine. That one for you. Hope you appreciate it. Love you. Love you, yeah, Catherine. Love you. love you. And I love my daughters as well. I love, I just love females. Yeah. You know, females like, are great. I'm like Prince. I just love females. Females are great. They've been an amazing ability to enlighten and enrich your existence. You know, I was at home when my girlfriend, um, she bought a packet of biscuits, right? Mm hmm. And I ate the whole packet of biscuits. And she came home from work and she said, eh, babe, I, I'm sure I had put the biscuits in this cupboard. And I knew I'd eaten the packet mm-hmm. of biscuits. So I went up to the cupboard and I started to look in the <laughs> cupboard for the biscuits, knowing that yeah. I'd eaten the biscuits. And I said, I don't know where they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they are. So she started going around other cupboards and I started following her going, well, mm-hmm. I don't know where they are. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of it. And she just turned around and she looked at me and she went, you're too keen to look for these biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, you've eaten the biscuits. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I've eaten them. All. And then I, I owned up to eating the biscuits. And she was like, I cannot believe you've eaten all these biscuits. What biscuits were they? Um, they were like a digestive biscuit. Oh, just with no chocolate? I was dipping them in. No, I had a couple of sittings yeah. with them, though. Right. It wasn't one sitting. Like. <laughs> just a sleeve of biscuits in one go? A sleeve of biscuits, yeah. yeah. But I, I can... Do you have um, any, like, if you were to do that, would you have ways of, like, sneaking and hiding or, like... I, Getting around it? I used to hide snacks, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Now I just eat what I want. Yeah. But I don't eat snacks too much. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm as bad as fucking anybody, really. Like, mm-hmm. But I suppose but if you just balance it with a bit of water and a bit of exercise, you'd be you get, right. you get, I, I find sometimes I like gaslight, Catherine, with stuff. She'd be like, oh, I'm pretty sure I bought those. And I'd be like, nah, I put them in this cupboard. I'd be like, you mustn't have. You know, when no one finds well, I know where they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, but the good thing now is I would blame kids. Too. I'll be like, I was the girls must have. I gave them some of those biscuits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you couldn't have eaten an entire sleeve of Jaffa cakes in one go. I'm like, well, I would. I, oh, sleeve yeah. and a half. Yeah, <laughs> two fucking yeah. sleeves. Jaffa you, cakes are there. I tell you something. A sleeve and a half, two sleeves. I could. And do you know, Jaffa cakes have lime Jaffa cakes. So I've heard this, but I've never and, seen and them. In I, the think wild. It, I think it's a black currant Jaffa cakes as well. But then, how are they Jaffa? I don't know, but I tell you something, they were amazing. The the blackcurrant ones? Oh. <laughs> touch me up and fucking lube me like absolutely gorgeous. But not on your bum because it's already not bleeding enough. It's already bleeding enough. Mine's not bleeding. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sponsored by these guys? Yes. Modest beer. Oh. Mm-hmm. Do they need anyone else? I'm sure they're open to, open to it. But if you want to get 15% off and you want to uh, try some Modest beer, What's you can modest do beer so. Like? Delicious, really good beer. Really, really nice tin beer. Originating here in Hollywood, County Down. Is it Hollywood? Yeah. County Down. North yeah. Down. Well, it's County Down. North Down. Well, it's North Down, but it is County Down. Yeah, yeah. You know? I had to um, 
get onto the local environmental you know health. You need, to do? you need to turn this around for a start to yeah. advertise me, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I had to get onto the environmental health. About the biscuits? No, but a dog. That's not Constant my dog. Constant barking. And was it a neighbour's dog? Well, it, it, trust me, I wasn't the only one complaining. Mm-hmm. I, I found out, I heard about it. But I didn't I didn't actually make a complaint. I asked for, was there an update? Mm-hmm. But I didn't make a complaint. Apparently there was like 11 complaints or something. No. Somebody told me that anyway. By the way, do you know this is this was my old job? Yeah. What so. is the, what is the, I know this was your old job, but now I haven't made a complaint. I, I got onto them because a mm-hmm. neighbour said it to me. And I just said, look, has there been any action taken? Or is there actually any action? Mm-hmm. We're, a neighbour of mine's looking for an update, bit of an elderly neighbour, if you mm. know what I mean, right? Disabled? No, just elderly and kind of like, I try to help them out a bit, if you know what I'm saying. Ah, you're looking a wee bit in, in that well action? Yeah. I see what you're doing a bit, like a, a bit of a, a bit of a, oh, the name has gone out of me. What's the name of the, the GP that killed all the oh, people? Oh, Harold Shipman. Har- bit of Harold Shipman about me. <laughs> right? So, but they haven't come back to me. Yeah. So Who, what the, the elderly neighbour? Yeah, you've really shipping them? No, 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 no. Like the the the, the council. Yeah. See, see the thing about that is. So explain to me if there's a dog. Now the dog barking actually doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. It bothers other people, and they tell me. I and feel you're like just so empathetic. No, I feel the a lot of people. I feel use me as a like representative because they think. Oh, go to Andrew Ryan. He knows all about that stuff. He'll stand up for this. He'll stand up for that. The amount of people when I was on Shane Todd's podcast that messaged me saying, I was on a delayed flight. Can you help me get my money back? And can you help me this? Can you help me that? Uh, One woman, she got £200 back for a cancelled flight because she saw me on Shane Todd's podcast and then messaged me. She said, oh, I got got £200 for a cancelled flight that was over. It was cancelled flight, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, thanks very much. If I didn't hear you on the podcast, I don't think I would have figured it all out. And now people, somebody messaged me the other day, where is the cheapest diesel? All because, all because oh, I like to save a bit like of money. To be organized. No, I like to save money. Why would I want to give my money away <laughs> to a company when if I spend five minutes a day researching something, I can save a bit of money, use that money then to waste it on a shitty holiday, clothes or something nice for myself or do it for something else. And then people say to me, oh, why would you do that? Why would uh, why would you not want to save money? Like, <laughs> Why would you not want to save your money? You get out of bed at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock in the morning, and you go to work for eight, nine hours, and you earn, let's pretend you earn £150 a day. Let's, I'm just spilling that out, right? £150 a day. And then because of your lack of fucking nounce, nounce, your noose, your, uh, the lack of you... Wherewithal. <laughs> wherewithal, not to do a bit of research to shop around for home insurance, to shop around for car insurance, to shop around for gas and electric, to shop around for Wi-Fi, to shop around for roadside assistance cover, to shop around for flight refunds, to shop around for travel cards, for sh- to shop around for cheaper travel insurance, shop around for cheaper mobile phone insurance and the best payment plan. Why would you not, why would you want to hand more of your £150 a day to somebody else when you could save loads of it by using the tools that you're using your wages for, that you're paying for Wi-Fi and laptops and phones to do a little bit of research? Martin Lewis is the king, man. <laughs> Man's the king. And then people are coming to me now think I'm some sort of fucking money-saving god. Yeah. But so anyway, but so why, my neighbours are the same yeah. as well. My neighbours are, sorry for interrupting you, my neighbours are the same as well, right? My neighbours are the same. They think I'm like, like... I've emailed the Alliance Party about a few things where I live. They've always got back to me, mm-hmm. right? They haven't resolved any of the issues, but they've got back to me. A few of my neighbours know that I, I like to, how would you say, I'm not afraid to point things out. Mm-hmm. Bit of a Karen. Bit of, no, 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 <laughs> there's a difference. There's a difference, Dave. <laughs> there is a guy like me who, first of all, I hate it when, I hate overspending on stuff I shouldn't need to overspend yeah. on. So if I want to buy a pair of Nike trainers, right? Mm-hmm. 
And obviously, you can go into the high street store, you can go in and have a look, and you go, how much is this? Was £110, now £90. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So what I do is you take a photograph of the barcode, mm-hmm. take a photograph of the shoe. Okay. You go home, you open the laptop, yeah. and you see if you can get those shoes from £90, see if you can get them on a different website, including delivery for about 75 78 80 mm-hmm. I'd save yourself a tenner. Why am I so bad for saving yourself a tenner? But what I'm saying to you too is, see if the people are messaging you, and they're saying you've saved me two hundred points. Yeah, I should be on a cut. Why don't you be saying to them, look, well, if since I saved you, why don't you get on the Cork and the North Patreon? They have done that. Some have done. There that. you go. See, that's a good way to do yeah. it. Why don't you do that as a money saving extra bonus episode? And just money saving tips. Yeah. Don't money go out of the house. Yeah. What's who do you, who's your man? Oh, what's he called? Um, that Joe Rogan's always on. He got sued there for saying Sandy Hook didn't exist. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. You're they, like Martin Lewis meets Alex Jones. <laughs> Combo. You need. Yeah, you know my car insurance has gone up thirty five percent. And but has it or did you get all? It's, them I, I, I know it's going up thirty five percent because car insurance has gone up across the board about forty percent. Because I I got on the my I renewed my car insurance last week. And what did, did it go up? Yes, but they they quoted me five hundred and seventy pounds or something for it, and I phoned them back and I went. I'll tell you what, I've spoken to a few other people. They always say that. Yeah, but I also named the other companies. And I did, but then I also made up the price too. Yeah. And they were like, okay, so it's say 570. What about, would you be happy if we could do it for 480? And I went, yeah, I would. And then the other quotes were sort of a wee bit around You that. made up the, you, sometimes mm-hmm. some of the companies will ask you to send the quote to them though. Yeah, yeah but they didn't. What? Same yeah. as I got my Sky. I, I, I love I love the barter now. I, th- I feel like that's a, a skill that's going downhill. Yeah. Whenever, because Sky are sneaky buggers, what they'll do, they'll get to the end of the contract and they'll renew it at the full price. Yeah. So you phone them up and be like, listen, I've been talking to Virgin. Been speaking to the BT. I know, I know team. about dodgy boxes. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, I know guys in the states that can get me things. Yeah, and then they, they just got me a great deal. So I've, I've managed to save a good bit on that and my car insurance. And then I've got an, another car insurance. Yeah, but if that was me, if that. that was me telling that story, mm-hmm. people would criticize me for being a fucking idiot. But it was listening to you, they're going, oh, "That's quite sensible, Dave." Yeah, but why would they criticize you for being an idiot? Oh, some, some people have called me like oh stingy and stuff. I said, no, I'm just look, I'm just, I'm just you know what, minding my own. See money. if you if you can be bothered to do that. Why not? Yeah. You know? Oh, I get a kick out of it, but I also get yeah. material out of it. Like, I'll give you an example. If you're ringing up if you're ringing up Sky and you've got a Sky package, right, mm. and you ring up and say you're on 60 quid a month and you got all the sport or whatever it is, right, and you ring up and your contract's coming to the end, always read your T's and C's. Mm-hmm. you got 14-day cooling off period, but most contracts, things that you buy over the phone. I got my home insurance done yesterday. I have 12 days left in the cooling off period. When I go home today, the home insurance documents will be inside. I'll sit down, I'll put my glasses on, I'll cross my legs, and I'll read it. Like an old man. But... Ring Sky, and you can emotionally manipulate them. Mm-hmm. Right, gotta remember is these Sky agents are all on targets, and they're all on. What do you call them? Sky agents. Oh, the agents on the phone. Like I thought you were just racially profiling. No agents. Tar- That's okay. <laughs> well, like yeah. phone agents, That's like okay. like an agent on the phone. Anyway, if you say to them like, "Oh, I want to read my package," yeah, but I cannot afford sixty pound. I'm afraid mm-hmm. because of the cost of living issues. Um, so therefore, um, I'm going to have to cancel the sky and go back to Freeview Television. Just one, two, three, four, and five. Right. Mm-hmm. Go back to Freeview Television, and they'll go. Oh well, let's see what we can do for you. I'll put you through to retention. Retention then. Retention is like you know when you go into the execution chamber. Yes. And you're just about oh, to well. be killed. The last person you see has the power to turn it off. Yeah. Before they kill you, and that's the person you want to see mm-hmm. because they they don't want to kill you, and by saying don't want to kill you, they don't want to lose you. Yeah. So what you do, then you up it. You're ill. Mm-hmm. You're ill. But then you st- you're starting getting into the, no, you go the realms of morality. Say, there. look, yeah, I'm very sorry. I can't afford it. I'm not working at the moment. 
not very well, not leaving the house as much, got a few problems. Um, I can't uh, afford to pay the 60 quid. Have you ever given them a condition? Have no, you ever said? I've never done anything like that because you're kind of like, I've never said depressed, no. Because no. that's kind of like, pe- there's genuine people out there who are depressed, yeah. but I suppose they don't But really would know. you get depressed over 15 quid, I think, maybe? I don't think I would get depressed over 15 quid because I, I, I blow money, like, mm-hmm. like, don't get me wrong, like, I am a, sh- I, I like to blow money on my terms. <laughs> okay, is that a sense? That's a sense. Yeah, you're like somebody going to Dignitas. You know, you yeah. like you don't want the, you don't want the execution. I'm the there, kind of guy that was going to Dignitas. I would book an open return just in case I change my mind. Yeah. but I'd make sure that I could get a refunded within ninety days. Yeah, <laughs> like honestly, God, if I died, I swear to God, I'd have already found up at the cheapest funeral home. Yeah. I say, like, don't go to that funeral home. The go to that funeral. funeral home. Like, bury me in a wicker basket because it's cheaper than a coffin. Uh-huh. But then, would I want to be cremated? You'd be the first one to die that the, the, the undertaker would come to your house and they'd be like, oh, We haven't even been. Oh, no, Andrew's sorted. Andrew's sorted. All, yeah. all his ducks are in order. Yeah, yeah. All his ducks are in order. Yeah, exactly. Like, so that's, that's like uh, what, I would, what I would do. But I just like to, I like to find ways around systems mm-hmm. legally. Like, stick it to the man kind of thing. Yeah, there's a few yeah. things I like to do. Like, the odd time I've jumped into the fast track security when no one was looking mm-hmm. but if you look confident you're alright you know what I had a big uh, argument with you 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 will be with me on this because as a man who travels frequently um, my sister is uh, is a traveller you know she would uh, fly a lot for her work mm. um, and she is really like anal about rules you know so whenever she was, she booked a flight for me because She's like part of like EasyJet Secret Club. So like am I. Herself, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Thank so you very much. She was like, you know Invite what? Invite only. You know, I'll, I'll book this for First you. First rule of EasyJet Flight Club, you don't talk about flight club. <laughs> but she said to me, she goes, you can't have, your hand luggage needs to be a certain size. You yeah. can't, blah. And I was like, no, no. She was, if you're bringing a bigger bag, you need to pay extra. I went, no, you don't. She was, you do. And she was really losing yeah. her head about it. She's like, you need, you can't go on there. And I went, you know what? I'm going to go in like a drugs mule and I'm going to be confident. I carried my bag. You know, it's, it's a roller bag, yeah. but I put it down and I carried it like a suitcase. I just walked through with confidence and that's the way to do it. Like, you know when I first learned that bit of confidence? Yeah. See, and, and I think it came from being heavy because whenever I was a young boy and we were playing football and you kicked the ball and it broke someone's greenhouse, all the boys would run away. But I went, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to walk away because they're not going to come out. They're going to not come out and see the guy, the eight-year-old casually be- walking by. Right, okay. So, so it's about chin up, head up. Yeah. Look the part. Confidence. Like Gok Wan, you know him well. Yeah. Gok Wan always says it's all about the confidence. So no matter what you have in life, as long as you've got confidence, you'll be able to get through it. Okay. So there's a few things I've done. I once paid for fast track security at Manchester Airport and the actual normal queue was going faster than the fast track mm-hmm. queue. So I jumped from the fast track back to the normal queue. And then the normal queue ended up getting fucking really slow and then they opened up a couple of more bays back in the fast track so they went back into the fast track mm-hmm. and then someone caught, showed at me for moving yeah and I was like no no I've actually got fast track yeah and I had it on my speed I had it on my app yeah. you know the borderline and I think if I wasn't I probably wasn't confident enough there because in my head mm-hmm. I kind of thought to myself they probably know I'm going to skip yeah. but I actually have the pass yeah I'm just trying to get through as fast as I possibly well, can well you're like you're like one of the bad guys out of the Saw films you're tricking everybody there because I'd be like you, you I'm tricking myself you can't get in here at no fast track and people yeah, be like, I'm what's going on but like sometimes uh, because I fly loads with Aer Lingus or I used to have Aer Lingus that aren't really flying from Belfast City anymore really but mm. um, um, I had enough points to go into the Aspire Lounge yes okay so 
a spire lounge which I'm sure you've been in yes um, you get free food and drink it, and they've recently just done it up as well but the, the last time I was in you didn't get the free dr- the drink you had to pay and I was not happy about that okay well was I wanted f- some wine there was free drink there's free drinking the last time I was there so if my flight says at 2 o'clock you board a half one Belfast City Airport phenomenal airport mm-hmm. small airport fast efficient clean really happy with it how many stars on the Andrew Ryan oh, I, oh four, 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 four. five. What's the best airport? The best airport to fl- Oh, the best airport. Not going to lie. Queen's Terminal. Terminal 2, Heathrow. There you go. Absolutely. F- ab- Five star? Oh, this, I'd, you, I'd lick the fucking floor off it. It's so clean. It's not enough seating. The worst airport. Luton has got a serious issue with seating mm-hmm. in the departure lounge. Gatwick. Gatwick is like your ex-wife. You go for a visit the odd time. It's a bit out of the way. But then when you're there, do you remember the good times? Then when you're there, you go, oh, it's not as bad as I thought it was. But then... You stay there too long. Then you have to get a shuttle over to the train. You go, ah, this is why I left. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know? Like, that's what it... That's... And what about the... the, I hate to say it, the International Airport. Belfast International Mm -hmm. Airport. Um, I suppose... I suppose... Like... We all have a past. Mm-hmm. And Belfast International is still in the past. All right, okay. Now, Belfast International, to me, it's like the forgotten the forgotten airport of Europe. It's a sort of a, we'll land the plane here if we can. It's like a field that got lucky. Mm-hmm. EasyJet must be buzzing to be up there because it must be so cheap. It is the most awkward place. Like, there's nothing international about it. If anything, that's it's domestically depressed. <laughs> and the fact that they charge you a couple of quid to drop someone off. Oh, three quid now? Three quid. Up to. Like, I would say, if you, I, if I would say, if you're dropping someone off and they're going on their holiday, like, that's not a good, that's not a good start to the holiday. Um, it's outdated. It's, unorganized it's out of the way it's quite frankly it's it's sad really it's like looking at someone that's got addiction issues and you know that they can't help themselves mm-hmm. so what you're saying is the the best thing to do is just put it out of its misery well i think they should because there's no storm here now you see mm-hmm. i think what would be great is that they could build a brand new terminal there mm-hmm. increase the runway size to get American flights with a new terminal make it international it's got potential it just needs the terminal that's there at the moment you can't knock it down because you still need it to function so what you do is you build a terminal somewhere else Yeah. get that terminal open and then the terminal that's there at the moment you use that for training mm-hmm. or you put in you turn into offices or something but you also think the fact that the word terminal is so final yet the terminal offers hope yeah. to the international airport like you look at the Crockford 1 Crockford 2 in Dublin Terminal 1, Terminal 2 you know, I listen to Dublin start on Dublin now no, like the car park in Dublin. One of the car parks in Dublin is in a different county. What are you <laughs> laughing at? <laughs> this is how I get so angry about it. Never been a man. It knows more about and he hates airports more. No, I I love to travel, but mm. I, but I, I like the convenience. So, like for example, I'll give you an example. Dave. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. I mean, a lot of people know this. It is a flight from Belfast International to London Luton, and the flight was fifty pound. Yeah. Or there was a flight from Belfast City Airport to London Luton and the flight was £80 which flight would I get? the £50 no I get the £80 why? because of the cost of getting up to the international alright oh, okay yeah I get you I get you 
right? So, yeah. So you've got to look at the cost of getting up and getting back mm-hmm. and time-wise. Time is money. Time is valuable to me. Right, so let's figure this one out. So say you have, you're going to New York for a holiday. Yeah. And you've been I've quoted. done it, I've done it. Yeah, so it's 800 quid. For a flight, return. Yeah. Not yeah. happening, it's not happening. No? Not even going, don't, don't even start there. It's about 5.50, say, on a good say day. Say six, say six. Go on. 600 probably Paddy's weekend. From, um, yeah, 600 at Paddy's weekend from the International. 600 from yeah. the International. Okay. Or it's 4.50 from Dublin. How long are we going for? You're going for 11 days. <sighs> okay, so let's look at the costs here. So 650 yeah. from the International. Yeah. And how much is it from Dublin? I'm going to do it on my 450. phone here. 450, right. So there's a 150 savings there straight away to go from Dublin. Alex right. Lewis here is going to figure it out. Okay, 11 days in a car park in Dublin, you're looking at around 80 euro. Mm-hmm. Plus the petrol. Mm-hmm. It's about an hour forty-five drive down, mm-hmm. so that's that's uh, just over three hours. Three hours twenty. International's a half an hour up, half an hour back, so an hour. So there's a difference there of two hours twenty, mm-hmm. plus eighty pounds cheaper. The profit that you're going, to, so the eighty pound onto the four fifty, four fifty plus eighty, is five thirty plus fuel. Down there, you're looking at around maybe five seventy, five eighty. Okay, so therefore you're up to the same price now as international. So you go international, you're looking at a parking there, maybe around for a week, you're looking at about 40, 50 quid, I'd say. If you book it uh, between four and six weeks in advance, that's the mm-hmm. best way to do it. Or you can get a taxi up, or you can get the bus. Bus, I think, is £14. Pound it's return. a hassle that comes with the bus, isn't it? Yeah, but there's the a hassle of sitting in the car for two hours to Dublin. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to understand this. You can listen to Cork in the North. You can listen to Cork in the North, yeah. But you can also... You can also, do you get pre-immigration clearance at Belfast International? Because you get that at, at Dublin Airport. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. in Dublin so. Airport, you go through American... That's right, yeah. There. So do you get that in Belfast International as well? Because that would be a factor. Well, I'd say... Well, say no. When I arrive in New York, I don't want to be queuing up for immigration. So yeah. if I can get immigration done this side, then I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? If Belfast International had immigration, I would go to Belfast International. But say they don't, but because they don't, they'll knock 50 quid off it. Is the 50 quid worth a couple of hours in a queue at the other side of New York when I want to start my holiday? I don't want to be pissed off starting my holiday. What I would do is, honestly, I've flown from Dublin before to New York and it was a joyous experience. Mm-hmm. So you go back to Dublin. To be honest with you, you're splitting hairs here. It's yeah. time on money. It's time on money. This is what we, what's more important. Because this is the, the it all then comes down, Gary, give me the flight times. Give me the flight times. Flight times is a major issue in flight. I like flying in the morning because that means you don't have a lot of delays. Dublin flies at 9.30. In the morning? Yeah. Okay, so... The international half six in the morning. <laughs> Look, you can actually see the cogs going around here. I'm just speeding up. <laughs> Dublin. 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 <laughs> I'm going Dublin. And what, what was the uh, what was the deciding factor Time. there? Half Damn. six. So it means I have to be up about three or four, three o'clock. Uh-huh. But do you not, not acceptable. get buzzing about that? It's not acceptable because you can't sleep the night before you go on holiday. I'm going to walk out a couple of hours sleep and then sleep, sleep, sleep on a flight. But, but I'm going, I'm going to be leaving, say, it's the, it's the time difference going over there. Well, you've got to take all these factors into account, man. Mm-hmm. I would have to go Dublin, I'd say. 
So Dublin wins. Dublin wins, yeah. And Dublin Airport, you know, like that's just an, that's an, that's another sad hard case. Like mm. it's a difficult, yeah. difficult place, you know. Well, what would there be a big switch up from you between the terminals? Because Terminal Two is great, and Terminal One's not. And Dublin Terminal. Oh, I like the new terminal. Yeah. Anything new is good. Yeah. Anything new, they've learned the lessons from the past. So you know what? I think that's actually quite a a good segue into the next question that I want to ask you about the new and the change. So now. We briefly spoke to about your your shift in the radio in the mornings yeah. and how you're trying to balance things. Oh, yeah. And how do you feel now about stand-up? And how has stand-up been going for you? Have you been enjoying it as much? Has it taken away from it a bit? What's so, the story? Um, with the stand-up, because I predominantly just worked in the UK, really, and I would commute over, I, I got really tired of the travel Yeah. as much as I like travelling. So because I was on six to eight flights a month, I, I got all the travel hacks, you know? Yeah. And oh no, we c- I don't think this episode. We need to get you back for a travel hacks episode because so, we can't do. Like I'll go to Glasgow Lewis. tomorrow now, right? Uh-huh. I'll bring two pairs of box shorts. I'll bring two sets of socks. I'll bring one pair of jeans, the jeans that I'm wearing at the time, mm-hmm. and I'll bring a shirt for stage, and I'll wear a top on the way over, and I'll bring a small tiny coat, and a small wash bag, of laptop chargers, mm-hmm. and a notepad. There's nothing. I don't need to pack much. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. So I have, have a light little bag over my back. And I can do two days with that light little bag, no problem. Because we're mm-hmm. comedians, we, we can waste time easy. Yeah. We're very good at staring at things and like overthinking. And Drinking I, coffees. I'm, yeah, so and, I'm in, and I'm in a hotel, I'm in a nice hotel, so I'll be watch TV and I'll do a bit of writing. I'll need a pad and pen, you know? It'll be a nice time. But for me, I finished a little tour and took a bit of time off, filmed it. Should be out the end of this month, hopefully, end of August. A special, which will be released to my patrons. On and what's Corbin it called? It, uh, just called Yes, I Just Said That. Mm-hmm. I've I know oh, it's I, called yes I just said that yes. or are you being rude to me no, it's called yes I just I said thought that. you were like it's called yes I just said that yeah, yeah. and that's the kind of point of the show it's about okay. me saying things I shouldn't be saying and stuff like that and different tones of saying things mm-hmm. so and I had a bit of a break and I went on holiday and now I've come back and I must admit I was filming a show at the Empire and it was so good I was so nervous about it mm-hmm. from about five o'clock and I got into the venue. I normally get into the Empire when I'm hosting at, say, half eight. Mm-hmm. I got in for 20 to eight. I was that nervous. Mm-hmm. Well, why were you nervous? Because you are an experienced professional. And you've yes. done these things plenty of times. Yes, because I was nervous because I, I really cared about it. You know, mm-hmm. like, I really cared about stand-up. I know, I'm, you know, they may never be the best fucking stand-up comedian in the world. And I'm not naive uh, to, to believe I would be. But I did the show and... I just said to myself, this is this is what I love doing. Like, mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, doing the radio is amazing and I love it and it's a new skill set and it's a challenge and I'm, I like challenges. And I've always wanted to do radio. Do I see myself doing radio forever? No. Mm-hmm. Do I say, see myself being a comedian for the rest of my life? A hundred percent. At this moment in time, I'm just doing the radio to try and do something a little bit different, mm-hmm. give me different life experiences. I know the road. I know what it's like to be a comedian. Mm-hmm. It's tough going. Yeah. And I wanted a bit of a break. And now that I've had a bit of a break, I'm actually so more, more excited about comedy. Mm-hmm. So I've decided next year I'm going to the Edinburgh Festival for the month. And mm-hmm. I'm then doing a tour across the UK and Ireland and Europe as well. And um, I've got a year. I've written about 20 minutes so far. I've got a year. And I'm gonna, I've set a massive challenge to myself that I am going to write the best stand-up show I've ever written in my entire life. And I'm going to make a, I've made a big commitment to myself. And I want to do the radio and I want to write this show. 
and I want to film this show and I want to go out and tour and I want people to, if they like me, to come and see me and, and leave and go, that guy's off his head and he's mental and he's he's funny and he's Are you going to be talking about airports in it? Oh, mate, you haven't even seen stuff I talk about. <laughs> Skyscanner is getting it. Oh, Skyscanner, come at me. <laughs> come at me. I can find cheaper flights elsewhere, you fucks. Sky Runner, Ryaner, Ryaner. Yeah. No, it doesn't. I should work. set up Damn Andrew it. Ryan you saving should. tips. Really, Andrew Ryan saving tips. I mean, we could work on the name a bit. Why do I have to pay that? Dot com. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited about it again. Had a bit of a break and then did the radio. So kind of started to learn the radio and still learn the radio. I'm not the best at it yet. Mm. I'm not trying to be. But the can best, I but just say, as 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 we said earlier, as somebody from a on arrival team. Big props to the breakfast show on Q. Oh, it's brilliant. You. It is brilliant. I was listening to it on the way into work. Whenever you were talking about the sea swimming, yeah. that that episode, I just thought the dynamic was brilliant. Yeah, we, the three is bounce off each other so well. We do have a great dynamic in there. Um, Decky's on holiday this week, so I've been running the show with Amy. Here, I've heard a lot of rumours that Decky's a very aggressive, hard to talk to guy. Really makes you feel really uncomfortable and shouts down to you. Is that true? Does he shout down to you? And is he is he as angry as people say he is? As he says like this fun guy's all up front, but he's really angry. He shouts at people. He throws pens at his coworkers. At the works is it like is that? Oh and you yeah. Have to sign an NDA and stuff <laughs> that you can't. He is mm. one of the. Nicest fellas you'll ever meet. Okay, because I know you've signed that form. And so. I, can I just say, so helpful, mm-hmm. so respectful, and so good at his job. Yeah. And I mean, I sometimes watch him and I go, "Wow, wow, that is what he's doing there." The plates he is spinning, and the way he can turn a conversation—you can have a really good laugh within ninety seconds or sixty. Mm-hmm. I have to learn all these. You know the beats, the, the how to come out of a gap, how to merge songs, how to be on time for things, and not only that, you want to be up, you yeah. want to be happy. He is absolutely phenomenal at his job, and I sit there going, I, 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 I since I've been doing the radio with you, I cannot be a number one. Mm-hmm. I cannot drive a show. I'm not. Yeah. That's not my personality. Yeah, I am the side person that comes in. So, for example, Dave, you could be like doing stories. So this week it's been announced that 60% of marriages will fail by 2027, right? You'll do that, right? Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll set that up. And I'll yeah. go, 60%. But Can we knock it down to 50? No, I'll be like, can we knock it down to 50? Yeah, do you see what I mean? So you'll <laughs> yeah. set that up. You go, Andrew, have you read yeah. this? And I go, no, I haven't read it. Well, I'm too busy arguing with the wife. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So he so he is that driver. Mm-hmm. Of the the headline, the right. This is what this is where yeah. we're going to. He then goes to Amy. Amy, have you seen this thing in the news about sixty percent of marriages break up in the first five years? And Amy's like, Oh my god, you know what? Like, I I know a few people as well that that's happened to. And I goes, Why do you think that's happening? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He goes, and then they'll have a little comment. And in in my head, in my stupid little trying to be funny head, I'm sitting there going, Come to me, come to me, oh. come to me. And then I just go. <laughs> It's happening because, and I go off on this rant, yeah. and then we go back and we go forth. So Decky'll have a, an overall opinion, I'll have an opinion, Amy'll have an opinion. It'll be three different opinions, mm-hmm. and I guess to the point where it's like, you can't say that. Oh, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, he goes, oh yeah, fair. And so I'm, I'm just being my comedy self. Yeah, you know, and uh, the dynamic is good, and I love it. Like I do genuinely love doing, doing it. But it's made made me understand how much I love comedy as well. Yeah, but I actually, on joking aside, was in once with Decky and it was one of the most easy he's so good man experiences with radio we've had now I've been on another station which will not be named that I had the worst radio experience and the, and the guy the DJ on this station 
said to me, I, I made I made a, a joke about, this is about my show, my show Dad, it was years ago, and I made some sort of joke about, uh, like, I, I used that word, I think, and after, I, like, it was, my first child was, gen, true story, conceived after a Ricky Gervais show. So I was like, you know, it'll be in her blood, quite literally. So that's when, <laughs> and then he went straight to the song and berated me. What did he say to you? He was like, you cannot say that, that's totally inappropriate. I was like, well, it wasn't inappropriate. He goes, blah, blah, blah. And at the time, I was quite green. So I was a big Sinn Féin. So no, I was, I was very, <laughs> I was, I was new, new to things. So I sort of sat back and took it. Now I would have probably told him to fuck off, you know. But no, but you wouldn't have, you wouldn't, you wouldn't probably go on those shows. No, now. but see, but but see now, ever since that, I said I'll never do radio with this guy again. But he said to me in that moment, he went to me, he goes, "You don't know anything about live radio." And then now here we are, a few years later, hosting You're the mid morning show, and you can kiss my ass. And is he still there? Yep. But you know what? Have you seen him? Um, nope, I haven't seen him. I haven't done a show, and I will not do it again. Yeah, but what, what you got to understand is what, like this, this is what, this good. Like this is what I've learned. All right, about doing the radio, and you do it now. And people say, "Oh, you're doing the radio now. You think you're cool?" Like, no, I don't. I'm just doing mm. something. Right. And people people ask me questions about it, and I like talking about it. If you don't like it, fucking don't listen. To fucking mm. complain about something for fucking free. Like anyway, <laughs> with radio, you make your mistakes live and air. Yes. Okay. With comedy, we make our mistakes in front of an audience. We are the kings of trouble the kings of mistake making I mean what a great thing the we are the kings of trouble that's this episode the kings the of trouble the kings of trouble we fuck up and get judged on our fuck ups instantly you have somebody out there who could be training to be a professional fucking snooker player and he will train and mess up on the table all the time and you never see that you only see him when he's on telly getting mm-hmm. breaks of 120 140 you don't see the bad days with comedy we fuck it up in front of you it's brutal but you know what when it goes right the highs are so high and the lows can be low but if you can learn to not get too high and not get too low and you get a bit of a balance that's fine but with the radio I would say it's made me a better comedian mm-hmm. because it's made me have a bit more empathy because when we've talked about a few challenging topics in the show, we talked a little bit about our own sort of insecurities as people and stuff. And I was talking about, you know, how I... Bought a pair of Nike shoes at the full price in the shop. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I was talking about, like, how I would spend a lot of time worrying about my speech and my... Um, addiction or...? My addiction, yeah, and my grammar. Mm-hmm. For somebody who talks, I have a lot of confidence issues in grammar. And when I see Decky on the radio, he's so tidy... He's so clear. And then I went away and I thought to myself, you know what, but that, I can't, I, I don't want to be him. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to be me. And I think that one of the reasons why I'm enjoying Q so much and some people may seem to enjoy me, they may not, and that's perfectly fine, is that I'm just going, I'm just being myself and being a bit rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's the other professionalism there that can tidy that all up yeah. for me. So I'm just going in being myself. You know what I mean? And then, then it makes me appreciate sort of comedy more, but it's actually just be yourself. Yeah. Just be yourself. But I also think a wee bit of that too. It's it's like, I think to have maybe comedians on radio or comedians or podcasters doing, like you, whenever I, when I was filling in for Connor Phillips, I was very aware that, you know, I don't want to just be like an impersonator of him or just coming in because he's got, he's very high energy, much more than I would be. Yeah. And it was like, you know, like if you go for like more sort of stereotypical radio style, yeah. like that's not what you're getting. So when they got you, you in the queue, 
they wanted you for you from what they've seen you doing. Yeah, but I when I went in, I tried to be something yeah. a little bit different for the first week, and I went, yeah. no, no, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to be myself. And as soon as you do that, it's much easier. No, well, I, I actually changed. I've actually, I mean, if people, I've actually changed my tone a bit. I used mm-hmm. to go in, and I used to be just quite, way, come on, I don't care mentality. Yeah. Now, I like to think I've gotten very, very streetwise in there, but have still kept to myself. So yeah. I know when to come in, know when not to come in. Um, I like I hosted a show today now, and I was very sort of like more stressed about the running of the show, the yes. timings. You know all this, like the blocks mm. and the breaks, and being on time for news and travel and the songs and the phone calls and copy and paste and loading things in and then traffic and trying to have banter but make sure you're on time and that I wasn't actually able to become myself. Yeah. And whereas you might be a bit different, you might be really comfortable driving, mm-hmm. whereas I'm not. No, I li- I like to be driven. Yeah. I like I'm, I like to be be chauffeur driven, and I just kind of as long as you hit your beats and you. Yeah. Because again, that was the thing I was. I was no, would you be? Would you like? You don't. You, would you like to be a number one or a number two? I number, I like. I would like to be. I like someone to work at the desk, but I would like to. I'm happy to host and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whereas I wouldn't be happy yeah. to host. Right. Okay. I want to be. So say, for example, we had a breakfast show, right? Mm-hmm. We called it the Sly Guy Breakfast Show, right? Yes. The Sly Guy Breakfast Show with Dave Elliott and Andrew Ryan. Mm-hmm. The first voice they hear after most links is yeah. going to be you. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I'm sitting here and you're going, right, Andrew, 60% of marriages break up in the first five years. Yeah. You know what? I'm married eight yeah. years and we've not broken up. So we're mm-hmm. only 40% of the success rate. And I would be like, yeah, but are you happy though? Yeah. And then and then the, I'd have to really think about my life. Yeah. And then what, happen, but what happens is you're the lead yeah. and I'm the guy coming in with the comments yeah. And then there's a few things that I will lead on, but overall, yeah. it's you're in that. It's like you're the manager, I'm the assistant manager, mm-hmm. and then we have another assistant manager as but well. You know? you know what? I like having done the the show with Shane before, where he's led it. I, I enjoy being the the, the number the, two, the number two as well. But again, it, it's the pressure I felt because whenever I was filling in for the mid morning show, it's directly after the Stephen Nolan show, and you're listening to it through your headphones, and you're hearing there was a very uh, grim story on Nolan about um, the the families of this of parents of disabled children not being able to get access oh, to health care yeah. so like you'd Stephen on you could be like we are going to do all in our power to try and help you this is an horrendous scenario we've got our support the mum was on she was crying and then it's like din 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 the Connor Phillips breakfast show and I was like it's Dave Elliott it's, and I was like oh no yeah. you know it's 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 a weird energy but because you have to and are you taking calls on that yeah so the people and how are you finding that it was okay except there was one bollocks and it was a guy <laughs> who like I we were in an old studio so I was hearing the producer in my ear now whenever we did a run through before we were doing some stuff with um, some of the team and I was like again because from doing podcasts you have guests on yeah you're here to like just chat to the guests let them lead let them speak so when I had the people and the producer was like no no you need to you need to lead and I was like but I don't want to be cutting people off if they're you know if they're saying something funny or something yeah. you know worthwhile you don't want to be cutting them off so he was like no because you're leading it you have to and I was like, well, I, th- I thought that I was, and this is whatever. So then the guy was on the phone call. All I could hear was in my ear going, cut him off, cut him off. And I was like, button in then. And he was telling don't cut him off. So what I was hearing was op- the yeah. opposite of what was, and that was an uncomfortable one. But other than that, the calls have been, been great. Have you getting abuse? No, actually, it's been, it's been quite, because again, because of the nature of you doing anything, like when I did the sketch show late license, I was harangued. See on Twitter, who? just people on Twitter, this is the shittest thing I've ever seen in my life and blah, blah. It's like, Hold on, again, like you said, turn over. 
Do you know what I mean? But oh yeah, don't mind those people. No that fucking eat. Like, no tubes. People are complaining about free stuff. I mean, yeah. like how sad are you as a person? If you watch a podcast for free and you're complaining about it, mm-hmm. like don't, if you don't like it, just don't watch it. Yeah. Like fucking, go on, do something with your day. But then, have you ever looked at those guys? But they make the comments. You look at them. Not one of them is good looking. You ever no. notice that? And they never look happy in themselves. So yeah, it's a bit sad. As Donald Trump says, I wish them well. You know, I wish them. I well. I wish them well. I'm sure they're good people, but move on. I'd rather never. I'd rather I. So I was saying to myself, I was going to turn off comments on everything on my social media. Mm-hmm. Turn off comments on TikTok. Turn on comments on YouTube. I look in the odd time, and I said, I'm going to turn off. I'm, I'm basically just going to post stuff and not allowed con- not allow comments on any platform. Yeah. So I can't hear it. I don't want to see it. I just want to go. Hey, if you like what I do, I'm doing this. If you don't like what I'm do, don't follow me. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Go f- go to fuckity fuck village. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Right. Yeah. If I can get a small group of but people, could you get them good flights to fuckity fuck? I could get them good yeah. flights to fuckity fuck village. I'd fly the play. I fly fly you fucking there myself. Prick. You know who you are. But anyway, if I could get. 10,000 people to come and see me every 18 months for yeah. the rest of my life maybe 8,000 people all over the UK Europe and Ireland yeah. I'll take that right now You sell it to me now yeah. I'll fucking bite your hand off but then this is life though isn't it that if you agreed to that once you had that you'd be like I'd like something else I'd like more you know you're never content no just life have the same crowd answer. have the same crowd all the time I love my audience do you ever look at your mm-hmm. audience when the lights are on you go people have come to see me do live I've mm-hmm. gone yeah, I like yeah. you. They're good I people. Love those good guys. people. Yeah, love it. Love it when you see a good, good audience. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because, but, yeah, I think, I think, I think, like, I, I, you know, when you talk about the abuse you get on the radio, I've had a good few bits now. Yeah, of abuse. Yeah, from yeah. Who, like on your socials or no the messaging into the radio station saying one guy threatened to come down and punch me. Why? Uh, it just doesn't like me. Though I got an email though when I was finishing my run from a. From an an older lady, compared me to Jerry Anderson. That's a good compliment. That is, you don't. That's as good a compliment as I can get. Fair play to you. I was like, thank you very much. That's brilliant. I love that. And I thought, you know, because what a guy Jerry Anderson was. One of the greatest. I've heard about him. I've heard about this guy Jerry Anderson. Apparently, he did a segment many years ago on Catholic sperm and Protestant sperm. Is that true? (laughs) Well, believe it. Yeah. Yeah. He was a bit of a. He just went in and just went with it. Whatever came into his head. He was a genius. Tremendous. So that was a nice wee. Oh, in the lead. And That's like, a brilliant thing to get now. Fair play yeah. to you, Dave. But again, I've not been back yet, so we'll see. Yeah, but yeah, these things take time. No, though, I'm waiting. I'm always waiting. No. Yeah. I'll be back in a couple of weeks for doing something else. Yeah. Something else, something else. So. Now, we've got but, a few things in, like, you know, you don't know what you're doing and all that. And I go, like, you're right. Like, I don't yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm still learning it. But, but you know what? 98% of the messages are great crack. Like. Mm-hmm. People are, but you know what? A lot of stuff is made about social media and stuff. Like that. We, I know we tend to focus just on the negative stuff, but majority of people on social media are actually grand yeah it all depends if you're looking for trouble yeah but that's in us as comedians isn't it we always want the negativity we dwell in a but world neg- but negativity, negativity. Pro- fuels us though mm-hmm. fuels us to be better yeah there's nothing that fuels you more than spite is there yeah and determination to prove people wrong that's what I get like I love a and to build something for yourself out of nothing yeah. is one of like my girlfriend has a little uh, ins- say little she has an Instagram business mm-hmm. where she does stationary signage and stuff so if you were going to a christening and it would be like oh baby Jones Joan baby baby Elsie's <laughs> baby christening Joan. baby Joan I mean how many baby Jones are there like, I don't know if there's been a baby Joan for, for about a 30 long years time. Yeah. 
But I would say uh, you'd see it like, you know, baby Elsie's christening, 1st mm-hmm. of February, whatever. And it's all lovely designed. And all. She will design all that stuff. And she'll also design your wedding stuff and she'll design your wedding invites. And oh, she does it online, right? And uh, I said, how are you getting on with the business this week? And she was like, oh, you know, I've got, I got four orders. And I was like, oh, that's, that's amazing. And she was like, yeah, it's great, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, I would say 10 years ago, the Andrew Ryan 10 years ago would be like four orders. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Not many, is it? But now I'm like, can you imagine getting four order, orders a week for an idea that you had out of nothing mm. that you built up yourself that people are willing to pay you for your ideas and your work ethic mm-hmm. and I said you know some companies out there are getting a thousand orders a day if my girlfriend gets four a week that's the exact same level of success it's not the same yeah. financially I understand that but it's still this is, it's, it's still the exact same success yeah. as somebody ordering a thousand now it's but in theory, in, in theory, it's, it's the same success, but it's not financially the same success. Why? Because the fact that people are interested in what you do in anything, the way that you do, whether it's one person, 10 people, or 1,000 people, or 10,000 people, you can have 10 people buy your book, buy your little product, and those 10 people give you such confidence. Mm-hmm. 10,000 people, obviously, you're getting confidence. And you probably have staff and you're going a business there. That, then you move into a different space. But just for something like that. So like you going on BBC Radio there now and you coming off. But that one email that you got mm-hmm. made you feel amazing. It didn't did it? Right. Yeah, didn't it did. It? Yeah, it did. Right? Yeah. And that's the power of what one person can do, five people can do, what four orders a week can do, mm-hmm. can make you feel amazing. And I just focus on that now. I just go, you know what? If you're getting four orders a week, fantastic. Some weeks you might get 10. I'm like, even better. Whereas other people would have a tendency to look at something like that and go, well, it's not a very successful business if you're only going to mm-hmm. get four hours a week. No, it is a very successful business because she has created something out mm-hmm. of zero. It doesn't matter the scale. Now, she can upscale when she's ready. Mm-hmm. She's working full time when doing it. She's only doing it on site. So she doesn't have much time to do it. But she says, I just like having it. Yeah. And she goes, one day I might give it a go for six months to upscale it. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. But she'll do that when she's ready. But people are going, oh, yeah, I like them. But, you know, oh, it doesn't have that many followers. Oh, blah, blah, blah. blah. But it doesn't matter about that. The yeah. fact that it's there. Yeah. And this is what people don't seem to realize sometimes. is like they look at everything and it has to be amazing and it has to be perfect and it has to be massive and it has to be successful. It does not. That's like saying to me, my nephew, amazing kid, just signed Cork City Football Academy. He may make it. He may not make it. He may go off and be told he will never play in the Premier League. He may be told he'll never play in the Championship. But he could have a really good life if he does and he sticks at it and he gets a bit of luck in League One. Mm-hmm. That is the except To me, that footballer in League One is as successful as somebody in the Premier League. Why? Because they're doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. It's just different variations. It's different financial success. But just, And that's how I look at all those things now. Mm-hmm. You'll remember that email that you got for six months. Yeah. You'll remember that email in a year's time. See, even it's like with with doing this, like this is my job. I'm here chatting to you, getting tips. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and but that's great. Yeah, like, that's and, and that's what job. I say to people. It's yeah. like just like I go in there and I yeah look you know I go in there I to, I got to do my comedy did a comedy show in Newry on my tour. I sold fifty tickets. It's one of the best shows in the tour. Where was it? In McCoy's. Great spot, isn't it? Great spot. Listen, fifty tickets, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's full house in there. Yeah, did uh, four hundred and seventy tickets in Cork. If someone says to me, 
look at the tour poster, mm. pick out the tour, show that you thought was the best crack. I got McCoy's. Yeah. Oh, how many were there? A thousand people? No, 50. Yeah. It's not about size. Yeah. It's about what you're getting out of it. But also McCoy's. Inside. By the way, McCoy's and Yuri. We, I did a Unbelievable place. Last night. What a space. Should, 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 be, should be, for no matter how big of a comedian you are, mm-hmm. you should all, and say, oh, I sell out the Opera House, I do this, or I sell out yeah. Apollo, or I sell out the Arena. You always have to go back to that fifty seat and do that. Yeah. Do that room. Because I said there are other places you can do stand up in Uri, but I said I will always, always do, always do McCoy's. Always do McCoy's. Always do. It's great. It's got everything yeah, about it that after, should not work. Yeah, but it works. But it works time. perfectly. This is what I'm saying. It, it looks yeah. like it should not be good, but it is amazing. It's so good. Do you know? And Leanne and the crew. Oh, she's hilarious. And Dog well, Oh, brilliant, man. Brilliant. And parking Fantastic. outside the road as well for free if you yeah. go down there after seven. Or I mean, and that's it. And now, see if you're, right, so you're asked, what would you rather do? A gig in the Empire, right? So that's going to take you how long to get there? Where are you going to park versus a gig in McCoy's? The fee is a bit, say say the fee's a wee bit more in McCoy's than it is in the Empire. Well, how are you, how you balancing that up for your time and your travel? Let's go. I go to McCoy's because I don't do it enough. There you go quality over quantity mm-hmm. and the quality will make you feel as rich as a big gig that's a bit shit than your bank account there you go and I think I just want to send a message to all your listeners there Dave yeah um, just relax we're all going to be fine life is tough but if you if you take one day at a time and not get stressed or worried about small things just be yourself. Make plenty of mistakes. Making mistakes are good. Messing up is good. You'll be all right. Just focus on the right things. Right, we're going to fire into quick listeners' questions. We're not going to before go I finish up, may the Lord Jesus Christ have mercy on your soul. I'm, gonna, on, I'm, I'm, on, gonna, I'm fucking on one today. I'm going I'm to ask this one question because there, there's a few questions, but I feel like it's getting close to your bedtime here. So we'll go for the best one. This is one from um, Phil. All okay. right, Phil. Um, and Phil has said, you're on Come Dine With Me. Right. What's your starter main dessert and your entertainment for the evening? Oh, Jesus Christ. Starter. Pate. Love a bit of pate. Main course. Spaghetti bolognese in a slow cooker from 11 a.m. No, is it with mince or is it with it's with mince beef? and a bit of garlic bread in the side dessert black forest gatto or for any German listeners Schwarzwald and Kirschtorte yeah okay. entertainment we drive around the local area comparing the different prices of the car parks <laughs> oh Andrew where can people find you <laughs> at the car parks are there any good car parks by the way in Hollywood that you recommend I, I always go I always do, do the free one on the entrance past the free one as you come in from city side you know what you should also do what park in ours just out the back it's free I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. so will you have anything coming up where can people find you where are you at uh, my podcast Cork in the North out every Thursday at 6 o'clock also I have a Patreon there as well with extra episode and obviously yeah Instagram at Andrew Ryan Comedy and if you if you listen to radio 6 to 10 in the morning Q Radio if you don't listen fucking I don't care I'm getting paid same <laughs> and if you've if you've got any financial advice or benefits from listening to Andrew over podcasts let over me the know last couple of months let him know subscribe to his Patreon send a couple of pound his way 
If you save two hundred pounds, send him fifty. You're up on one fifty. Touch me, touch me, Dave. Stop yeah. touching me. I mean, how can I be touching you? Hey, it's not my hands. What? It's something it's my anyway. tentacles, isn't it? Slán, Gormi and Margot. See you later. Up, up, up Ireland. And Northern Ireland. And the, the whole. The up Kingdom, up so? the fuck, yeah. Up yeah. the fuck, yeah. Fucking fuck, yeah. Up everybody. Touch me. I'm the slack guy.